Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Inger, today with my fabulous co-host. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. So we are on part two of how to save money living the prep life. And mm -hmm. if you missed it, episode one was all about how you can save money on show day, traveling to a show, all the things that go along with the competition. So the suit, the heels, the tan, the hair, the makeup, uh, the flights, the hotel. But today we're going to talk about the nitty gritty, the day in, day out of living this lifestyle year round. And I would say, and I'm sure you would agree that the biggest bulk of that is how we eat as bodybuilders. Yes. So our first topic is going to be food. We are going to dive into some other things like gym and the apparel that you wear and things like that, but just items that you would use every day living the prep life. So Chris, let's start with food. Yes. So I would say the biggest expense of living the prep life is purchasing your food. Um, I feel like the majority of my paycheck goes to just supplying us with food to eat. So I very early on realized when I started this lifestyle that I needed to be shopping at like a bulk store, like a Costco or Sam's, even when it was just, I was only feeding myself. I was shopping there to buy uh, my food in big cases because I knew that if I was strategic about it, I was getting a lower cost and more food. So there's like families of 10 in there, people with restaurants, and then there's bodybuilders. <laughs> um, so don't be ashamed of your cart, fill it up. I Now that um, I am dating an athlete who also eats a ton of food, it's really important that we are saving money specifically on the protein because that is that's expensive. So if I go to a uh, Costco or a Sam's, I'm looking to buy, uh, like that's the cheapest place I can find tilapia or salmon. Like your seafood is at a, at a discounted cost. Um, there's rotisserie chickens that are usually like pretty affordable. And that's a nice thing to grab too. If you just ran out of protein and you're doing your shopping and it's something that when you get home you can just kind of prepare a meal and have that ready to go um i've bought tuna packets in bulk there as far as protein um there the the freezer section has frozen chicken breast has i've found like chicken sausage in there you can have burgers look at the you know nutrition facts because a lot of those burgers are pretty high in fat but if you're diet a lot for that it's a really easy grab as well they're pre-made patties you can just kind of throw in you know an air fryer um turkey burgers the there's lots of options um and even buying like yogurt or something is going to be more affordable in a bulk store so you pay for your membership costs to shop there but i think it's well worth it and like i said if you buy frozen protein you can go ahead and just throw it in like a chest freezer um, or separate freezer at home if you're already kind of like spilling at the seams um, or um, a lot of times like i'll prepare my food so if i'm buying it fresh um, i'll cook off my chicken breast and put it in containers and freeze it so that's already prepared all of the steps of getting that into my mouth is very minimal 
Um, and buying in bulk allows me to kind of, if I go on trips or I have like unexpected events and stuff come up and I cannot do my regular weekly grocery shopping, I have that stock, um, waiting for me. So it kind of helps those with, uh, food anxiety that kind of like helps take the edge off as well. So, um, yeah, that's just specific on protein. Yeah. I like what you said about, so here's my hang up with Costco. It annoys me so much when we buy something and then half of it spoils. So I mm-hmm. think you bring up a great point when you're shopping at those stores, you have to buy a specific thing. So you may not want to buy one of their big containers of oranges um, because right. half the container is probably, you know, unless you have a family of 10 or something, that likes oranges, mm-hmm. they're probably going to spoil. But I like how right. what you're saying about how even if it's fresh and you're buying it uh, mm-hmm. in bulk, that you cook it right away and then freeze it so that it stays, you know, fresh, which is a big deal, um, yeah. which is why I buy a lot of frozen vegetables, just because I feel like by the time, you know, something wilts or perishes, yeah. I've kind of lost some money there. So I like that hack. Um, yeah, protein is definitely uh, the biggest spend when it comes to bodybuilding, I would say. So my husband, I know he navigates our menu for the week based on whatever is on sale. And so he comes up with the recipes after he's shopped the store, seen like what proteins that are quality are on sale, buys those and then kind of makes, you know, the the menu for the week and kind of pre-plans that way. Um, Some other things that we consume a lot of are eggs. And Mm -hmm. I know I particularly, they've really gotten up there in cost, um, at least around here in Kansas City. Eggs are the highest I've ever seen them, like $8 for an 18-pack, which used to be like $3. But, um, you know, some ways around that, if they don't bother your stomach, I tend to get a little bit of bloating from them, but the pasteurized egg whites in the carton sometimes can be a saver, um, especially if you're only eating the egg whites, which I separate mm-hmm. and I don't use the yolk. Um, I just personally feel like it sits better on my stomach to have the um, the like cage-free yeah. eggs. But that's um, other proteins, just I think buying a protein powder it's shelf stable and you know per scoop it's a pretty good deal in terms of getting 20 grams of protein um, in your body and some other things that are really affordable are like tuna packets and such Um, you know canned tuna anything that's that can last for a long time that's not gonna you know go away anything that's shelf stable is going to be a little bit more affordable um did you have any other tips on protein before we move on to other items? Uh, on protein? No, I think you covered it. Okay. Yeah. Um, one other thing to uh, low fat, um, like a cottage cheese too. I know you mentioned yogurt, but cottage cheese is a mm-hmm. pretty good source of protein as well. Um, okay. So when we're talking about carbohydrates, I think there are a lot of different options, obviously, when it comes to carbs that are pretty cheap and shelf-stable. Shelf um, 
some of the ones that I really just enjoy are um, oatmeal and sweet potatoes. So I've been buying a lot of oats recently. They're just very inexpensive. And again, they're shelf stable. A little bit goes a long way in that container, right? So I don't know what they are on average, like $3 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think I'm paying four for a a tub right now. Yeah. Okay. So it's gone up a little bit. But but, I mean, per serving, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. I would say the same thing for rice, Um, any kind of like cream of rice. Those are all really good ideas. Um, What you're more of a rice cake person. I'm not so much. So what's what's the deal with the rice cakes right now? Okay. So I don't know. I don't really know what economically is happening with the rice cakes. I think that I'm just like trying to just believe that they're always going to be on the shelf because they're so great when you are prepping because they are, you know, 35 calories, seven grams of carbs. They stretch really far. So when your calories are getting low, they're like a lifesaver. And I love my rice cakes with just like a little bit of nut butter. It's like my treat. Um, But I would say look at brands when you're buying the rice cakes. So I actually ended up buying, um, I think it's Nature's Promise. They have rice cakes as well, just lightly salted or low sodium, whatever they like, whatever they call it. Um, It's five more calories and one more gram of carb but it was like a dollar cheaper so if you're consuming a ton of rice cakes it may be better just to get the one that is going to save you more money in the long run um and i don't really i don't really get the flavored ones uh because i'm pretty happy with just like plain but i would say like my primary carb sources are rice cakes and then like you amy oatmeal is great and then I'll buy potatoes and just kind of like roast those in the oven. Um, I, we were on this past trip and I actually ran out of potatoes and, um, went ahead and just microwaved a sweet potato. So that is possible as well. Um, if you get really stuck and you don't have time to do tons of preparation, um, cause you can still save money just buying like a regular potato, um, and just pop the microwave is amazing. Yeah. It's my life. When it comes to convenience, you're paying a lot for convenience. So, like, if you buy the pre-roasted, pre-chopped sweet potatoes, it's going to be, like, $5 a bag. Whereas Mm. you can get a lot more potatoes if you're willing to put the sweat equity into it. So, the same can be said for any sort of vegetable. And I know that we... My husband has, God bless him, he's had, um, he's done that peeler on the zucchini to make our own zoodles. And oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, like the price of a zucchini and using the spiralizer versus yep. buying the spiralized zucchini, like that's already been prepared, it's a huge difference. I would say, like, I don't know, at least 10 times more. And the same can be said for any sort of chopped vegetables or yeah. any sort of chopped fruit. Anytime you're actually buying the the whole item and doing the work yourself, you're going to save money in that regard. Um, yeah, so just go frozen. Yeah. And then when we talk about fats, uh, fat sources, 
I think peanut butter, a jar of peanut butter is obviously very economical. It's really affordable mm-hmm. um, versus, you know, you're going to be spending a little bit more money on those, um, you know, almond butters and things with the, m- the more healthy the type of nut butter, the more expensive yep. it is. So no sugar added is a lot more expensive. Um, so yeah, just uh, what I do is since I do the individual packets of nut butters I order them on Amazon but I subscribe so I do a subscription because I know it's like a staple in my diet that I'm gonna want to have so I do like a you know it's it gets auto shipped to me and it saves me like Mm -hmm. 10% or something like that um any hacks on your nut butters or uh, fats that you eat yeah, so I'll, I'll, again, like buy them at a bulk store if I can, because you can get to even the almond butter or like a mixed nut and seed butter, you can get um, for a better price. So I'll try and buy that as much as I can. Um, and then I like same thing with uh, like nuts or seeds or any type of like trail mix type of option. If you buy it in bulk and take the time to portion it out you're going to save money versus like buying the individual packets. Um, I always say like, if you're like pressed for time and you need to make like a decision, that's going to be lowering your stress and getting your food on point. Like, don't be afraid of those things like prepackaged and pre-portioned or pre-cut. Like there are times where you're going to need to lean on that. But if it's not, um, if you're not in that type of, season or mindset and you have a little bit of extra time then consider the money saving hacks for sure yeah absolutely and same can go for like olive oil coconut oil the bigger containers at the bulk food stores are good ways to go there um and yeah so when it comes to supplements and kind of filling in those nutritional gaps i know a lot of my clients that have supplements that they want to have in their regimen on a daily basis like their foundational things like microfactor where you know they just want like a multivitamin a probiotic a fish oil that they have as a daily type of thing they usually do the subscription where that also t- saves you 10 percent um so that's a good way with first form to mm-hmm. save some money there um and if you are in an improvement season i would say just you know trying to get some of the the supplements, I feel like it's it's more heavy on the spend during prep because your budget's a little bit lower and you really need to fill mm-hmm. in nutritional gaps. So, you know, try your best to fill it in with whole f- food sources when you can, um, when your budget allows. <laughs> Would yes. be one way to save on the uh, on the supplement side of things. Um, I like to when the seasons right. Uh, go to like a farmer's market and get fresh produce there it's pretty reasonably priced uh, because it's you know they don't have to pay for all the middleman things Um, so you can Mm -hmm. get some good deals but also just staying in season with your vegetables and your fruits especially and things like avocado as well it can be really pricey at certain times of the year when it's not in season Um, avocado I eat a lot of avocado and Another hack that I have is buying the holy guacamole mini cups and freezing those. Mm-hmm. Because again, when things perish, you lose money off of that. So, um, 
whole avocados go bad pretty quickly. Yeah. So you can freeze those mini cups and they'll they'll stay good for months and they're that's a great easy hack. to travel with too. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So uh did you want me to go into my creamy uh savings yes. and my frother? Okay. So I have a Ninja Creamy and it I have two to three ice protein ice creams a day. I know it's ridiculous, but I am a huge ice cream lover and it's basically a third of the calories that are in halo top. And it's mostly all just protein. Um, you know, I have a little bit of almond milk in there, but basically it's like 150 calories of just protein powder and the halo top, it has gotten so expensive. So those are the ones with 20 grams of protein uh, they also have like 65 carbs or something like that. Um, so you got to be careful too there with your macros. But on a standpoint from savings, it's about six ninety nine a pint, which is absolutely expensive. And if you're doing, yeah. if you're wanting to do a couple of those a day, uh, you know, I spent a hundred dollars on my creamy and I use that every day and it saves me money every single time I'm making my own ice cream. Um, just public service announcement because my friend Adrian blew hers up and I blew mine up too. Um, <laughs> so I, I let her in on the secret. I don't know. Some of you may have experienced this too, where you had to return your creamy mine lit on fire. Just so you know, oh. um, this has nothing to do with saving money, but I guess <laughs> if you don't want no, to have to return it. Um, so if you have a cold freezer, and you put your pint, so you have to make your pint the day before, right? So you make the mixture uh, with the protein powder and water and whatever you add to it. And then you put it in the freezer and it has to be in there for 12 to 24 hours. Well, my freezer is very cold. And so if it gets really hard and you don't set it out in your refrigerator like a couple hours before running it through the light ice cream setting, then it's too hard the the substance is too hard and it breaks the blade mine actually lit on fire and oh melted and uh yeah my friend adrian was like telling me how she can't wait to get her new one because hers broke and i said okay make sure if you didn't set it in your refrigerator to kind of like defrost a little bit put it in the microwave for like 10 seconds before you run it through the machine uh, and you'll hear it'll start crunching like it'll make a weird noise turn it off if that happens you do not want a fire <laughs> anyway side note I digress that is yeah <laughs> she started a fire making ice cream I did yes <laughs> never has anyone said that um okay so another hack that I have is my frou-frou coffee it's a delicacy that I have every day uh when I'm not in like really in the trenches of contest prep when I have some room for 30 calories extra of some almond milk, like a cup of almond milk, I'll use my, um, Bodum, which was $26 on Amazon. It's totally worth it. I, it makes this creamy froth with my almond milk. Um, and I put it on top of my coffee and then I use like some stevia, um, like the syrup kind to kind of make like a bougie drink. It feels like I'm having a Starbucks latte. I actually think mine's better because my flavored coffees are better than their burnt coffee. But if you're spending mm. 
you're going to spend like six to seven dollars on a latte at Starbucks. And I guarantee like, you know, if I buy a gallon of the blue diamond, which that's the only kind that frosts for some reason, there must be something in that ingredient. If you buy silk or other ones, they don't make the like rich froth. Hmm. Only blue diamond does. But yeah, like the cost of the frother, which I've used for years, was $26 investment. And then just the cost of basically my coffee K-cups. And it's marginally uh, less money, in my opinion. So, And to save money on K-cups, because those can be expensive, um, you get them off of Amazon? Yes, I do. And those, I actually do a subscription as well. Uh, there you go. So because they have the decaf, it's really hard to find. Tell me if you ever find a store anyone listeners just leave us a message let me know if you find a flavor other than hazelnut which i hate of decaf coffee in a store they just don't sell flavors of decaf coffee and i don't like to always have caffeine i usually have it as my dessert at night actually like as a treat before i go to bed is my like bougie latte and i have to have the decaf so i order the crazy cups and yeah i get a discount because i I do the subscription too, so they get sent to me like every month. My mom, my mom has found like specific K cup coffee stores. Oh, where and that's where you can go in, and they give you like a tray with like a bunch of holes cut out. In there's boxes and boxes oh, of wow. flavors of coffee. Yeah, so I don't know how you would find that in your area, but she always goes there and does her like shopping so that on that corral on her kitchen table she doesn't even drink like coffee she can't have caffeine but (laughs) she loves having like the variety and just like tons of options so I've tried a lot of like good flavors we should find one for you because I feel like that'd be a fun experience for you to shop around yeah I think you gave me a care package once and it must have been from Uh, that store because it was like all these rare kinds of flavors of k-cups and I loved it it was like a Christmas present that you sent me yeah. Okay. That's a gold mine. We need to find one for you. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about our shopping as far as like um, clothing when it comes to mm-hmm. gym wear and everything like that. So I have found, yes, Lululemon. I love it. Um, I do get a 25% discount. So any of you that are an instructor, hold a personal training certificate. Um, if you've hosted like any sort of class, like a posing class, or as as an instructor, you get 25% off, and you get 25% off clearance on Lulu. It's called Sweat um, Collective. But anyways, um, that does help. And Lulu do stay good forever. Like, they are quality. It's kind of like yeah. what we talked about in the last episode. Like, I made an investment with my Bellamy hair extensions. They're like $300, but how many times have I used them? So over time, they actually save you money if you think about it in that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I found super cute leggings on Amazon for $20. Um, and they're very functional. They don't last as long. Um, so that's kind of my take on the clothing side of things. I, I don't really have much to contribute. Do you have any thoughts on like apparel, like gym wear? Oh my gosh. Uh, so... I am not, I 
yeah <laughs> you're like, like i don't wear <laughs> i'm like trying to think how to say this and not sound like uh, a homeless person i like I'm, i've been wearing the same clothes for forever um i love new clothes i always ask for that as my gift for like christmas or a birthday if someone wants to buy me something i'm like just buy me like new gym wear because i, I i'm not great at clothes shopping Again, this is like piggybacking off of the like bare minimum makeup. Um, but I like when I look good in it. Uh, so yeah, I don't have tons of hacks on the clothing. I will say like, if you know that you're going to need something, shop holiday sales, Labor Day sales, back to school sales, like just think of when the next Valentine's Day, uh, maybe you want to shop for some sales on Valentine's Day today um you just like never know when someone's gonna like have like some pop-up like 24-hour sale so keep your know which brands and stuff that you really like and then just I would say wait for those opportune moments and jump on them yeah okay so let's talk about gym memberships um yeah I know for me for like ever I used to teach aerobics right at the high school and then I also would teach like in the summer and everything so I would teach I mean even if you subbed and you taught like a group exercise class you typically get a free membership wherever you do a class so um I know I mentioned that with like the lululemon but if you're listening to this podcast odds are likely that you're in the fitness industry or affiliated Mm -hmm. with it so something to think about um it's a good way to get a free gym membership but other things too that we've done um like for example if you pay for the year up front at our rec center you get like a huge discount um if you were to average it out over time so if you know you're going to the gym every day like that's kind of a no-brainer if you have um the funds to do that and commit to that uh what are some other ideas that you have with gym memberships and ways to save? Yeah. So I've joined the YMCA. I think a lot of like, I have a couple clients that train there, um, which the nice thing about that is usually you can get a membership that allow you like a bunch of different locations. So if you have a couple near you, uh, maybe scope them out for what equipment they have, if there's differences and, you know, if they have good, uh, good options for like a leg day you can head over to that location and plan your you know lower body training day um so like joining the y was good for me because they uh have like i said multiple locations so when we travel we can look to um, work out in one of those um but also they do help with um like helping finance so or maybe that's not the right word they basically take into account your income as well if you need some like financial assistance um you just have to i don't know provide like some specific paperwork it's been a while i don't remember what we did but um they gave us uh, they give discounts if you have like an income bracket that's like less than thirty thousand or or whatever basically they're really willing to work with you um off of your personal income to help provide like a membership where you can get some good physical activity so that's always a good option as well um and yeah like you said paying pay into paid in full versus like a monthly membership is always cheaper 
if you have that option at a gym. Um, yeah, things that I've noticed, like, for example, when I signed up at Lifetime, I remember when we first started, we moved here around like Christmas time. And so we signed up around then and it was a completely different rate. Uh, if you sign up around like uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas in December, mm-hmm. November, it's way less than if you were to sign up as a New Year's resolutioner in January. Yeah. Um, so think about that. Um, I know we don't have really like YMCAs here, but um, we have these clubs called Genesis where they, I guess, have like this crazy Black Friday um, where you can sign up for your gym membership. So I just don't think a lot of people think about gym memberships during the holidays because they're so busy. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sign up on off times. You might get like a better um, better rate. And then also you can always utilize if you live in a climate that you can get outside, you know, running outside is free or hiking and um, doing various side activities. And, um, I think you put it on your notes here, like buying like booty bands off of Amazon, getting the canvas ones versus like expensive ones. Um, and I like your idea too, of just buying consigned, uh, gym equipment as well. So, um, whether it's, you know, on the marketplace for Facebook or, Mm -hmm. um, play it against sports sometimes has, good ones and I mean just like yeah like most gym equipment is super expensive it's like buying a car like if you buy it new it's super expensive but a lot of times people are trying to move and um they just want to like get it off their hands so they don't have to put it in a truck (laughs) yeah absolutely especially like I know having a treadmill and an elliptical on the property is super helpful especially if you're pressed for time and you have cardio requirements, it's just nice sometimes to have that piece of equipment nearby. Um, so you don't have to drive, you know, 15, 20 minutes to a gym. And so, yeah, we will just like peruse on Facebook marketplace every so often and see what someone is selling and kind of collect stuff as we, we see like a good deal uh, but yeah, hands on the cardio equipment has been huge. And like sometimes smaller gyms, um, like really shop around. There are some like really solid small gyms that, you know, maybe a bodybuilder is running out of a strip mall or something like that. I've had like very affordable and great location gym memberships just from like looking in my local area. And a lot of times, like if you're military or police and fire, you can get a discount as well. So uh, if you're a AAA member, sometimes they give discounts, like just explore your options on where you could save little bits of money with gym membership discounts. Um, And then I know some, oh, sorry. One other thing is sometimes your insurance company will reimburse you for gym attendance. So I would contact your uh, health insurance and ask them about like a reimbursement policy. Cause when I used to work the front desk at a gym, I'd have to like sign people's like little like check-in book, like initial it and write the date. And after like 150 visits or something like that, they would get a check back from the insurance company, like an incentive for taking care of your health. Um, so that's a- another option to consider as well. And piggybacking off that before we sign off, because I know we're out of time, but 
your recovery items definitely run through insurance. A lot of times certain insurance providers will um, allow you to, you know, have a chiropractor look at you and evaluate you. And then um, like if they have a masseuse um, in their practice, then you can utilize like the massage and it's covered 100% by insurance. Uh, definitely depends on insurance, but um, that could be one of the perks. Um, you know, I know with like physical therapy and stuff like that, that's obviously usually covered under insurance, but other things like massage or therapy is something too that can be covered depending on what your provider is. So mm-hmm. just a thought yeah. there. Yeah, All right. That's great. Cool. All right. Well, we are, um, you know, we're at the 30 minute mark, so we are going to be signing off here. But if you are in the Phoenix, Arizona area, I know this is Tuesday the 14th, but we are going to be there for the retreat. Uh, it's the season kickoff retreat on the 18th and 19th. There's still time to join us at the Arizona Grand Resort and Spa. And we will be joined by Celeste Rains Turk. She will be doing mindset training um, for prep lifers and there will be tons of good workouts posing hiking all that good stuff so uh, I will put the link to in the show notes to sign up for the retreat if you can make it and we would sure love that if you found value out of this episode and you feel it in your heart to rate a review that's always appreciated it's just a way to you know pass it forward and um If you are interested in topics, you know, it just helps other people that are interested in the same topics find us as well. And if you'd like to tag us on your story, you can find us at Glam Girl Bikini or at Prep Life Podcast. And um, we would sure appreciate that as well. So this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off with my fabulous co-host. And this is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. Thanks for listening, everyone.